Hello and welcome to the Redeeming Love Bible Broadcast. My name is Phil Duddy, Evangelist with Grace Baptist Tabernacle of King, North Carolina, and I'm happy to have you with me on the program today as we start off a brand new series, Salvation, What Is It According to the Bible? And before we even get into the Bible, now we need to understand some things about the Bible first. Now the Bible is the holy good, perfect, complete, inerrant Word of God that was given by a God who is actually alive. Uh, God is alive. God is living. God is not just a concept. He's not just a construct. He's not just a worldview. He's not just a feeling. He's not just um, a pattern of thought. Um, But, you know, God is actually living. God is actually alive. And God, now you, you can't really understand salvation apart from God. You see, salvation, this thing called salvation in Christianity, it's not just a mere theological concept that varies from denomination to denomination to denomination to denomination. It's not just a theological concept, but salvation Uh, Like I said, you can't really understand it without God. And we need to understand the reality before we get into what salvation is. We need to understand the reality that God is alive and that this living God gave us uh, scripture. He gave us the Holy Bible. Now, the Bible is God-breathed. It is God-inspired. And as I mentioned before, it is inerrant. It is perfect. It is complete. And God gave us this word. God gave us this Bible so that uh, we might have some particular revelation about who he is. And because God is holy and God is good, and out of his holiness and out of his goodness, uh, God desires relationship with his creation. And God desires uh, people to know him. God desires people to know who he is. God desires people uh, to turn to him and to put their faith in him. God desires, it's God who gives this thing called salvation. It's God who arranges it. God uh, makes it happen. God makes all provision for it. And salvation is something that, uh, that comes from God. And anybody who has ever received salvation has interacted with the living God. Um, You know, salvation is not just uh, changing your mind about some things. It's not just uh, dealing with your emotions differently. It's not just dealing with your behaviors differently. Uh, But no, salvation, according to the Bible, uh, salvation uh, comes through relationship with the living God. And, um, you know, with that being in mind, you know, we'll turn to the scriptures. Uh, We're going to be in the book of Romans to start off this new series. Now, we're going to be in the book of Romans, chapter 1, starting in verse 16. Let me read the word of God here. Romans, chapter 1, starting in verse 16. For I am not ashamed of the gospel. Hallelujah. I'm not ashamed of the good news of Christ. For it is the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believeth, to the Jew first and also to the Greek. Now, there's that word again, salvation. And what is salvation? Salvation. Salvation, um, the, the most basic definition of it is uh, salvation is an act of saving. It's an act of preservation from destruction. You know, uh, an act of preservation from destruction. And God, 
um, you know, uh, we need to understand God has a wrath upon sin. He has a wrath upon sin. He has a wrath upon sinner alike. And um, ever since sin entered the creation way back in the Garden of Eden, and we've got that account back in Genesis chapter 3, uh, we've got the account of Adam sinning against the holy God. Um, uh, and so sin entered the creation. Adam fell. And so because Adam fell, we uh, being, uh, you know, uh, no matter what nationality, no matter what race, no matter what language, no matter what country, and we can all trace our lineage back to Adam. And because Adam fell, we fell. Because Adam fell, uh, we are born in sin. Uh, we have this nature of sin. And God has a wrath upon sin. Sin is a personal offense against God. You know, what's the big deal about sin? You know, um, you know there are a lot of preachers and they preach about sin, and, you know, rightly so. Uh, and uh, so there are a lot of people out there who kind of cringe whenever they hear a preacher preaching about sin. And they, oh, he's just hellfire, he's just brimstone, whatever. Uh, but, but, friend, you know, what is sin? Why is sin such a big deal? Now, sin is, um, it's... It's, it's bigger than stuff that you do and stuff that you don't do. Um, sin is more than drinking. It's more than uh, lying. It's more than um, taking the, word, the Lord's name and using it as a curse word. It's more than stealing. It's more than fornication. It's more than adultery. It's more than the physical act, uh, but it's deeper than that. Uh, sin is a, it's, it's an offense. It's a transgression against who God is. Uh, who God is personally. Uh, sin is a transgression against that. It's a transgression against him. It's a very, very, very personal thing. Uh, sin, you know, God, uh, God cannot lie. Uh, God loves the truth. God is the truth. And so, um, you know, with that being established, that's who God is. And say you've got a person and uh, that person tells a lie. Well, that lie came from somewhere. That lie came from that person's will. Uh, that person desired to tell the lie. And it's the same with somebody who steals something. That person, you know, uh, that person desired to steal. Um, that person desired to commit adultery. That person desired uh, to go out and get drunk. That person desired uh, to go out and, uh, and fornicate. That person desired to go into sexual perversion. Uh, that person desired to murder. Uh, that, and it comes from our will. It comes from our desire. You know, now God has a will, and God created us in his own image, so we have a will. Uh, the wills do not match, naturally speaking. The wills do not match. Um, God, uh, God hates a lying tongue. That's one of seven things that God hates. He hates a lying tongue. He hates feet that are swift to shed blood. He hates, them. He hates murder. Um, he hates fornication. He hates adultery. It's against who he is. Now, he, he, um, you know, he, you know, he has a wrath upon these things. And so God has a definition of goodness, you might say. Uh, humanity and you can go individual person to individual person on this. Uh, we all have our own individual definitions of good and our own individual definitions of bad. And, and those definitions, those wills, those desires, those natures do not match up. Uh, we are born... Uh, we are born to transgress against God. We are born to offend God. Uh, we, are, we are born to sin against God. And that is natural. That comes out of us. And the reality is, the reason why the gospel is called good news, we cannot do a thing to stop it. 
Now, we, we can't do a thing to stop ourselves from transgressing against God. You know, you know lies just kind of come out. Um, you know, it's just our nature. Nobody teaches us how to do it. Nobody teaches us how to rebel against our parents. Uh, you know, that is, you know, I believe the fifth commandment. Nobody, nobody, nobody teaches us how to do that. Nobody teaches us how to dishonor mom and dad. Nobody teaches us um, how to be selfish, how to be prideful, how to be arrogant. Um, you know, how to, in, in, uh, the, the point is, nobody teaches us how to sin. Sin just happens. It just comes out. And, uh, and the problem is that our will, which is founded in sin, does not match up with God's will, uh, which is holy, just, good, perfect, and without sin. And so God, God responds. Uh, God responded to sin coming into his creation. And, and God, um, God responded in a very, very particular way. Um, there is a wrath that God has upon sin. Uh, hell is a real place. Hell is a real thing. Um, you know, there, there is a wrath upon it. Uh, there's wrath upon sin. There's wrath upon sinner alike. And at the same exact time, God responds in mercy. He responds in mercy. Uh, he responded, you know, in history, he responded um, ultimately by sending his only begotten son, Jesus Christ, who is Lord. Uh, God responded by making a way of salvation. He responded by making a way of preservation from destruction. Sin demands destruction. Sin is ultimately going to be put away from all creation. We are going to see that happen, historically speaking, in the future. Sin is going to be put away from creation. Uh, sin is going to be put out of creation. And creation is going to have a rest from sin. Uh, there's going to be a new heavens and there's going to be a new earth. And and so that is going to happen in the future. And in the past, God sent his only begotten son, Jesus Christ, fully God and fully man. We're going to talk about that later on in the series. But God himself personally responds to sin. He personally responds to acts of transgression that are targeted toward him. Uh, before the lie comes out of your mouth, um, it, it, it's in your heart against God. Before the murder comes out of you, it's in your heart against God. Before the theft, before the adultery, before the fornication, before the drunkenness, before any of that comes out of you, it's, it's in your will, it's in your desire. Um, um, you sort of purpose it, you plan it, you go after it, you make it happen, you, you make sure it happens in your life. Um, but, it, but it's your desire. Uh, which is the point. And, and it is your desire, it is your will, it is your heart. Um, according to the Bible, that's the heart. It's, it's the will, it's the, the desire, it's what you go after in life. Uh, but friend, um, the, the will is different. Uh, the will of a sinner is different from the will of a holy God. And so therein lies the tension in all of creation. Uh, therein lies um, the source of God's wrath. And, and therein lies uh, God's covering, redeeming, mercy, and love. Because the same God who has a wrath upon sin and sinner alike, that same God stepped in. You know, it's Jesus Christ, fully God and fully man, the only begotten Son of God. He stepped in 
and he personally made the way possible for sinners to receive salvation. He personally shed his own blood. He personally, um, he personally became sin on the cross. Um, God the Father imputed sin to Jesus on the cross. He assigned sin to Jesus. He laid sin upon Jesus. He made Jesus to be sin in his sight. And there he poured out his eternal wrath. There he poured out his holy wrath upon sin. He poured it out on himself. That is the response of God to sin. Uh, that, that is mercy. That is, that is redeeming love. Uh, God, is, there, there was a problem. Sin had to be dealt with. And God chose to deal with sin uh, through, his, through himself so that sinners could receive salvation. So, so, that sinner, so that people who are born in sin like you and me. So we might be saved from his wrath upon us. Uh, that, you know, people talk about being saved. That's what you're saved from. You are saved from the wrath of God upon you because your sin demands a price and somebody's blood's going to answer for your sin, whether that is your own blood or whether that is the shed blood of Jesus Christ. But sin demands a price. Sin must be dealt with in the eyes of a holy God. He is not neutral toward it. He does not ignore it. Uh, he does not sweep it under the rug. He does not treat it like it's not a big deal. But the reality, it was a big enough deal for God to step in and for God to shed the blood of his only begotten son according to his will. It was a big enough deal for God to do that. And it is a big enough deal for God to send people into eternal destruction in hell who reject, who want nothing to do with, who despise his only begotten son, Jesus Christ. See, friend, you know, there, there is a judgment. There is a just and holy wrath. Uh, there is a difference between a natural born sinner and a holy God. There is a nature difference there. Because, you see, there is no sin in God. Uh, there, there is no sin. There is no stain. There is no shadow. There, there is nothing sinful about God. There's nothing sinful about who he is. But there's everything sinful about the world. There's everything sinful about uh, humanity. And, there, and the reality is that, that God, uh, he does not just sort of wink at it. He doesn't just sort of sweep it under the rug. He doesn't just sort of ignore it. But God being a living God, God being an active God, God does something about it. And hallelujah and amen. We look back in history to what God did about it on the cross. We look back in history to see what God did about it because he stepped in personally. He stepped in and he died a criminal's death. He stepped in and people lied about him. He stepped in and people twisted his words. He stepped in and people tried to trap him. He stepped in and he wept and he hungered and he thirsted. He stepped in and he took a Roman scourging. He stepped in and he shed his blood. He stepped in and he was physically, literally, really crucified. Spikes were driven in. He stepped in. Uh, friend, he stepped in. 
Hallelujah. Amen. That's the good news of the gospel. I was once lost. I was once dying. I was once hell bound. But God himself, Jesus Christ himself, stepped in and he, and he put himself in my place. And he died my death. He became sin and God poured his wrath out. And then Jesus turned around to me after he rose again from the dead. He said, come believe in me. Come put your faith in me. Come follow me. And he saved me. He saved me. Hallelujah and amen. I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God, the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believeth, to the Jew and also to the Greek, for therein is the righteousness of God revealed from faith to faith as, is, as it is written, the just shall live by faith. For the wrath of God is revealed from heaven against all ungodliness and all unrighteousness of men who hold the truth in unrighteousness. Because that which may be known of God is manifest, it is plain in them, for God has showed it to them. You know, friend, you know, the heavens declare the glory of God. Friend, you know, you, you are created. You were created. You are not a cosmic accident. And the world that we all walk around on, it is not a cosmic accident. God intentionally spoke and God intentionally created. And in the process, God sort of generally revealed some things about himself in the process. Um, you know, you know, the heavens declare his glory. You know, friend, you know, look at the sunset. Friend, look at the sunrise. It's not an accident. There's a beauty to it. And look at the way the seasons flow all the way through the earth. Summer, winter, you know, hallelujah, summer, fall, winter, spring. You know, there's an order. There's a cycle to the seasons. God is a God who works in cycles. God is a God who works in seasons. And friend, there, there, is a, there is a testimony that God exists. There's a testimony that God lives. There's a testimony that God is active in his creation. And amen, as we said at the top of the program, God gave a holy word. God gave the Holy Bible to let you know exactly who he is because he desires this thing called relationship with you he desires for sin to no longer be between you and so he made the way of salvation plain he made the way of salvation clear he made every provision for it because he sent his only begotten son jesus christ to shed his blood to cover your sin to shed his blood to experience his wrath to experience hell itself. Friend, anyone who's in Jesus Christ, anyone who's saved, you will not experience one second of hell, even though Jesus Christ himself experienced it. But Christ experienced it so that you might not experience it because God loves you. Yes, friend, and that is not a contradiction. God has a wrath upon the sin. He has a wrath upon the sinner. And at the same exact time, God loves that sinner. You can think of the foulest. You can think of the worst thing. You can think of the worst sinner that you can possibly come into your mind. And, you can, and the reality is that God loves that person. The reality is that God created that person. God knows that person. God loves that person. And the, and the blood of Jesus was shed for that person. And so, friend, you know, you know, the Bible here talks about the just shall live by faith. The just, the just, the people who are just, the people who are justified. You know, God is faithful and just to forgive you your sins because of the shed blood of Jesus. The just shall live by faith. 
And so anybody who hears the good news, anybody who hears the gospel of Jesus Christ, anybody, you know, God shows you that you're a sinner. God shows you that you're lost. God shows you that you're dying. And God shows you that Jesus died for your sins and you believe him. Faith, friend, the just shall live by faith. Put your faith in Jesus. Believe who he is. Believe what he has done. Believe what he is doing now. Believe what he is going to do. Believe in who he is as a personal living God. For he is. He is alive. Amen and hallelujah. He is alive. He is alive. He is alive forevermore. And he is a personal living God. That's how you get saved. That's how salvation comes into your life. God responds to your faith. He responds to you hearing the preached word of God. He responds to you hearing the preaching of Jesus Christ, the preaching of his only begotten son, the preaching of sin, the preaching of death, the preaching of judgment, the preaching of hell, the preaching of mercy and grace and forgiveness and healing and new life in Jesus Christ. The shed blood of Jesus Christ, hallelujah and amen. And on the third day, he rose up again from the dead, the empty tomb. That preaching of that Jesus, the living God, and amen and hallelujah, God starts to draw. Amen and hallelujah, uh, God starts to convince. Amen and hallelujah, God starts to show you some things about himself. God starts to show you some things about you. And you respond by you know not shrugging it off. Not, you know, explaining it away. Not, you, you know, um, saying, well, I had a good excuse for this, good excuse for that. You know, everybody does this, everybody. But no, God be merciful to me, a sinner. Faith, friend, and call upon the name of the Lord. Put your faith in, the, in Jesus Christ. And God responds to that faith. God actually does something. It's not just trading in one idea for another. It's not just trading in one set of morals for another. It's not just trading in one worldview for another. But no, the living God actually does something in you. The living God actually washes away your sin. The living God actually makes all things new. You know, uh, salvation from hell, that's just the beginning. Uh, but the living God, you, you know, you actually get a new spirit. You, uh, you know, the Holy Spirit. You actually get, you know, God indwelling you. You get the Spirit of God. You get the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah and amen. Uh, friend, your sins are dealt with. Your sins are washed away. And amen and hallelujah. Glory to God. All things are made new. But you didn't do that. All you did was respond in faith. And amen and hallelujah. God, God does the rest. And so, amen, friend, if God is showing you that you are lost, dying, and going to hell right now, then call upon the name of Jesus Christ. Believe upon, the, believe upon Jesus Christ. Put your faith in Jesus Christ. Fall on your face. Fall on your knees, wherever you happen to be, um, and, and pray. And, and you ask God to save you. You put your faith in him. Amen and hallelujah. And God does a wonderful work in response. You know, and friend, uh, we are going to be continuing on in this series. But what is salvation? Salvation, very simply, is the act of saving. It is the act of preservation from destruction. And that destruction is very real in, in a, very literal, um, a, a very literal place called hell. And salvation from that, 
According to the Bible, salvation from that uh, comes by Jesus Christ. It comes by Jesus Christ, uh, you know, washing away your sins. It comes by faith in Jesus Christ. It comes by faith in Christ covering your sins, Christ forgiving your sins, Christ making all things new. And, and friend, it comes by faith, and it comes by faith alone. And so amen and hallelujah. God does have a just and holy wrath upon sin. And that same living God, amen and hallelujah, has, has, has a depth of love and has a depth of mercy and has a depth of grace for you if you are lost and dying and going to hell today. He has a love for you. Uh, the fact that you sin against him does not change the fact that he loves you. It does not change the fact that he shed his blood for you. Indeed, it's the very reason why he did that. Because he's not willing that you should perish. He's not willing that you should suffer destruction. He's not willing that you should suffer eternity in hell. So amen and hallelujah. He responded by making way for you to be saved from all of that. And for you to be made new for you to be healed, for you to be redeemed, for you to be forgiven, for you to be restored. Hallelujah and amen. He made that way possible in Jesus Christ. And so believe Jesus Christ today. Don't believe the report of the world. Don't believe the report of your past. Don't believe the report of your history. But believe the report of the Lord. Believe the word of God and believe the God who gave the word. Amen and hallelujah. And I want to thank you so much for listening today. Uh, please do feel free to reach out to us. Uh, we'd love to hear what's going on in your life. Um, we'd love to hear what's going on in you. You can reach out to us here at the program at redeemingthelost at iCloud.com. Um, we are a ministry of Grace Baptist Tabernacle in King, North Carolina. GBTministries.com is the church website. Uh, there are phone numbers there. You can reach out to us um, there as well. And uh, we especially want to thank um, those of us who are listening, um, uh, those who are listening to us uh, rather internationally. Uh, we, are, we are really, really thankful. Uh, please do continue to keep on spreading uh, this podcast if it is a blessing to you. Uh, tell your neighbors, tell your friends, tell your co-workers, uh, tell those who are around you, tell your churches. Uh, we'd love to be an ongoing blessing to you there. And um, yeah, keep on spreading the podcast into, um, into whoever will, to whoever will listen to us. Um, it is our heart, it is our desire to see the gospel going forward and to see people getting saved. Hallelujah and amen. And uh, we will continue to uh, talk about this. What is salvation um, on the next couple of broadcasts? So please do join us again. And in the meantime, may the Lord richly bless you. Amen. But now there's no more.